Headphones on, let's do this. Hey, do you know of a, uh, a podcast I could listen to that has nerd and comic books and stuff? I really can't find one. I say, you ever heard of the Nerd Dumb Podcast? Episode 73 of the Nerd Dome Podcast. Luke is not here today. Caitlin is not here today. So your producer is now the host. Well, co-host. Because my other co-host that I'm joined by is... Me! Uncanny Ryab. <laughs> Ryabbing uncannily all over the place. Ooh. Oh. I'm going to so go get the Lysol. I'm going to go get the Lysol. You'll need some Clorox for this stuff. <laughs> Also joined by Chelsea, the, indis- the indecisive Chelsea. <laughs> I feel like this is so loud, probably because I didn't do a test on my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm here with the Utah's Graphic Novel Book Club. I am containing all fluids and excrement in one area. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> said excrement. That was not the right word. Can we start over? <laughs> Oh, that's a keeper. Oh. <laughs> I will give you money. Can you start over? No. <laughs> My no. eyes are watering. No. <laughs> that is staying. Having such a bad fucking day. <laughs> You're starting this off uh, right, Chelsea. Well, we've already ascended into madness and chaos. And I'm already crying. <laughs> that's it. That's do you, do you want to finish your intro? Nope. No? I'm going to end on a good note. Are you the Chelsea on... of the the Utah graphic? I said book club. club? I'm here okay. And then she started okay. spouting okay. excrement <laughs> stuff. And... Yeah. Do, do you want to plug the upcoming event? Yeah, it's uh, coming up. <laughs> uh, just give me a minute. March 12th? Uh, it's March 12th. Uh, we are reading Wolverine Old Man Logan. We're going to meet at the Blue Lemon in Station Park at 5 p.m. And then after, we're going to go watch Logan at the uh, movie theater right there. So I am totally going to be there this time. Yeah, he says that. I am. Um, you watch. The last one was really fun. Shout out to Autumn, who just saw the event on Facebook and came by herself to a meetup of people that she has no idea who existed prior to seeing it on Facebook. Autumn. So you are a hero. I wouldn't do that in a million years. I wish I, wish I had the social strength to do that. I don't even get out of my car to come here unless I see someone's car I recognize. So, <laughs> that's, that's it. Anyway, I, yeah. I am also joined by Kylie the Poo Dinger. Poo Dinger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nerd Store, Valley Fair Mall. Come buy some shit. So much shit. Yeah, West Valley. So West Valley, shit. Utah. Wear Bulletproof Fest. <laughs> Really? Bulletproof Vest Valley? Okay. And uh, Ryab has yeah. the some, news. Some what? some what? 
The news. News. <laughs> we did. I had to. Pa- I had to stall because Chelsea wasn't ready. I was like, the what? The what? I was looking at the news. <laughs> All right. What so is our first topic? We're going to start off with some sad news because we'll end on a happier note. News. Oh, so Bill Paxton. <laughs> oh Paxton yeah. 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 That was a. Sh- that was mm-hmm. a shitter. That was. Game over, man. That's my was, favorite when, line. When of was his. that? Sunday? Was it? I think it was Sunday. It was Sunday. I, so. I woke up and I was like oblivious to it. And then the minute I got on, I wasn't even on Facebook. I got on something else and it's like, James Cameron remembers Bill Paxton. I'm like, what the fuck? And then, then I got on Facebook. I'm like, okay. And then they, mm. it was everywhere. Yeah. Was like, very, very bummed out. Super sad. Uh, died from complications from surgery. So unexpectedly. He was 61, I believe. It was gallstones. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was more like heart surgery. <laughs> <laughs> a little inside joke there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So. So rest in peace, Bill Paxton. Mm-hmm. Rip. What was, what was your favorite Bill Paxton movie? Twister. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I, I'm going to have to say that it was probably one of my, probably my favorite one. No, no. Frailty. I oh love Frailty. Oh, Frailty. That absolutely love Frailty. Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That movie made me have weird feelings. <laughs> I don't I didn't like it at all. <laughs> Did not I, like it I, at all. I loved that movie. So I'm going to say Twister is a close second, but Frailty is my favorite. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for the alien ones. I like him in yeah, that so much. Alien. <laughs> True Lies. He was also good in True oh, Lies. Oh, I forgot about True Lies. I love that movie too. Wait, is, I, I, is True Lies the one with Jamie Lee Curtis? Yes. I also loved his stint on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It was pretty mm-hmm. sweet. Yes. All right. So, let's see what we got here. Oh, the so Logan, a little bit of Logan news. There will not be an after credit scene, is the rumor. But there is something special for fans. Nobody knows what that is. Deadpool. Maybe a cameo. Yeah, Deadpool Maybe. would be cool. Deadpool. So, you, you, apparently, you, you can safely risk not... Staying after the credits, I probably still will, just because I don't believe. I will too. Hollywood <laughs> lies. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh, there's been, let's see, the new trailer for Pirates was out. Oh, yeah. So poor uh, Luke doesn't get to talk about it and rave about how awesome it is. See, a big Pirates fan. He is a big Pirates uh, fan. He loves Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, what'd you think of the trailer? Anything good? Anything good? Yeah? Yeah? Did you watch the trailer? Nobody watched the trailer? I, I didn't watch the trailer. I don't either. care. <laughs> I never saw the last one, so I'm like, eh. I'm not a huge Pirates fan. I liked the first one, and then I don't think I've ever seen the third one all the way through because I fall asleep, and I never fall asleep in movies. I watched the first three, and then that last one that came out didn't really spark my intrigue, but mm-hmm. this one definitely is. Mm. I got such a huge crush on Johnny Depp in the first one. I was an obsessive fangirl, so I watched it a lot. <laughs> and then I- uh, Sean Penn beat Johnny Depp in Academy Awards or something. And I was furious. I still remember it. But now I don't like Johnny Depp that much, mm-hmm. so whatever. And I watched it for Kieran Knightley. I watched it for Orlando Bloom. Uh, <laughs> I, I, was, I did. I do have feelings for I Orlando I was Bloom. 17 when it came out, and me and my friend uh, Tyler from high school, we were hanging out and was like, let's go see that Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm like, cool, let's do it. And we watched it three times that day. Nice. Damn. Only paying for it once. <laughs> he just kept sitting That's there. dedication because <laughs> each run was like 45 minutes apart. So we oh. had to act like we were doing whatever and <laughs> staying away from any personnel. There, we'd wait till they started cleaning out the theater, and then then we'd go. Yeah, <laughs> but I I absolutely love the first Pirates movie. Like no other. 
Mm-hmm. All right. So Tron 3 uh, isn't dead, but it's only mostly dead. Mostly. Mostly dead. Um, the title, the working title they had was Tron Ascension. Um, I, well, it's definitely it's, ascending it's, or descending, <laughs> ascending to the afterlife. <laughs> Which way is the afterlife, Sam? Up or down? Sideways. Horror <laughs> <laughs> ascending. Horror ascending. If you watch Lost, you know it's sideways. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just have to turn that big wheel, so, feller. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, totally dig another Tron movie. I've always been a sucker for Tron. I liked the second one. I really enjoyed the yeah, second one. Yeah. I really actually, I and I wasn't eh, about about the first one. And then mm-hmm. I watched that one. I was like, uh, "Hell yeah!" So hell yeah. What do you think about the Tron movies, Chelsea? I don't think I saw the second one. Mm. Uh, I definitely saw the first one, but I wasn't really into Tron growing up so much. But I did like the movie. I thought it was good. I thought it was a pretty good way to get people into that market. I could watch that movie over and over and over again when I was little. Like any, so we, I didn't own it, but anytime it was on TV, I was like, oh, "Stop, and watch <laughs> it." <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really the target market for it. I think not the computer nerd. Not growing up. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's right. You don't even own a TV right now. No, I own a TV. I didn't <laughs> have <laughs> all I had access to is Netflix and no TV previously, but now I have a TV and Netflix, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> So Rogue One, the DVD release, will not include any deleted scenes. Why? That's horseshit. Don't know. And yeah. I was talking to you about this earlier, mm-hmm. that I would pay 15 extra dollars for them to put in the stuff that they had to reshoot for. Which, I want to see what that was. Which seems like a lot. Yeah. If yeah. You, you watch YouTube videos where they like break down like the earlier trailers and whatnot. Yeah. There's, I mean, like, Forrest Whitaker's character looks totally different. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Like, I'd like, love I, like I said, I would absolutely... Like to see the stuff that they had to reshoot for because it could tell a completely different story. But I think the reason why they reshot is they really wanted it to tie in with uh, A New Hope mm-hmm. so much so that that was literally it's two hours later after that movie, bam, you're in A New Hope. So, yeah, I, I'm wondering if maybe they're going to do like an initial DVD release and then or Blu-ray and then be like, oh, a collector's edition. That doesn't sound anything like that would they um, do with the Star Wars movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there's a collector's edition. Now there's a 3D collector's edition. Uh, yeah, I remember reading some article fairly recently, a couple a couple months ago. Uh, this this came out in a commentary on the Force Awakens Blu-ray. I'm like, I've got that. I've listened to the commentary. There was. What are you talking about? Oh no, it's the new special edition 3D version. Yeah. Like you sons of bitches. Yep. <laughs> How many times do we have to buy Star Wars over and over and over and over again until I'm dead? Yeah. Still be buying. Still be buying a New Hope over and over and over again. Uh, let's see. Uh, Avengers: Infinity War will have a budget of one billion dollars. Yeah, he says yeah. with a pinky next to his mouth. People, no, is, that, is that counting both? Yes, that is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I was like five hundred mil a piece sounds about right. Mm-hmm. You know, so with yeah. the with the amount of cast that they have, uh, yeah, and names, yeah, you're, yeah, you're paying a lot so of excited. a lot of actors because there's going to be a whole lot of main characters in this. That's Infinity War. You can't just have you know the five Avengers going. We're going to take on Thanos. You got to have all all of them, mm-hmm. all of them that didn't die from his nice little. And you know it's going to make a shit ton of money. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. I think 
between those two, they're probably going to gross at least two billion total. So they're going to double their profits easy. I was just watching that little production video where you've got you had Robert Downey Jr. with day Chris one Pratt. You're like, oh my god, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Pratt and Spider Man. It was yep. I was freaking out. I was losing my shit. <laughs> I, and it's surprising with as much as I lose my shit, I thought I still have shit left <laughs> to lose. Just keep it in your area, please. <laughs> I thought you were all about the excrement. <laughs> <laughs> She's gathering all of it in one place. What you can't see is me flipping off the world right now. You're just flipping off us. Does that mean we're your world? Basically. Oh. That's why I'm so depressed. You're <laughs> <laughs> we mean today. To I'm each other. sorry. Uh, I know. It was the honey stick betrayed me, and then it just went downhill from there. <laughs> Now I feel like the Jabberwocky. My retainer's all messed up. <laughs> it's like a thorn in my mouth. <laughs> Stop looking at me! <laughs> so, Chelsea, did you see the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer? Um, nope. What do you do in your free time? Uh, during my free time, I'm at work, Ryan. <laughs> um... No, I haven't seen it, but from the ones that I have seen, I am super excited. <laughs> Did you see the Guardians 2 trailer? The new, the newest one. The newest one. I don't think I have, to be <sighs> completely honest. Do we need to pause and watch it? I love, no. I love yeah. the... We'll watch it up. The Fleetwood Mac. Yeah! I love that. Mm-hmm. And then I was very... I was actually surprised they actually showed... His father at the very end. Yes. Uh, The living planet. I am so confused. (laughs) So confused. We were having this discussion today, too. (laughs) I don't understand what they're doing with that. I don't either. Like, why wouldn't you use Jason? Like, that's... I don't know. In in the actual, the most current Guardians of the Galaxy Mm -hmm. run, it was Jason. So why change that? Maybe they have some rights issues with the Spartax. I don't know. Because I don't know where the Spartax originally debuted. Yeah, I have no idea. I think the Spartax originally debuted in the Guardians. But... I know James Gunn was pretty adamant like early on after the first movie had come out that it's he, he kept saying that his father is not who it is in the comic book. Mm-hmm. I wonder why they did that. I, but I'm so confused how you have Ego the Living Planet as a person. Because he made his living person, did he not? That's what I, I know it as. What? Like he literally made a form for him to walk amongst mm, maybe everybody else and just yeah. used part of his essence to control it. I'm not an ego aficionado. Yeah, that's <laughs> what, by my understanding, and I could be completely wrong because I am a lot. <laughs> no, yeah, but I I really liked it. I am excited to see where they go with it with the with e- specifically with uh what's his name? Kirk Douglas, what's his name? Oh yeah. my god, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Sorry, sorry, I suck at actors' <laughs> names. I don't know if you knew this about me, but it's a thing. Um <laughs> that one guy playing in Overboard is now playing oh, Kurt Russell. <laughs> Overboard. <laughs> Big trouble, little China. Escape from New York. Oh God. Him. I. I the want thing. I, the fucking thing. Just as a, a quick sidetrack, I want another Escape from movie. They, they were gonna one more snake film. Back when L.A. came out, uh, Carpenter was talking about doing a third one, and it was going to be Escape from Earth. But I think L.A. Would be bombed fantastic. so badly that no. Uh. Uh-uh. Mm. Well, he's he's good at small. Uh, I would buy every copy budgets. just so that they would want to make another one after I mean, that. 
Because I had Snake Plissken's one of my favorite characters in any movie. Fuck yeah. What? What? Did, what, what, what? Snake Plissken? Hmm. I heard something else. Me too. <laughs> Snake Peniskin? Nope. <laughs> Foreskin? <laughs> no. No. I, I didn't hear what you guys heard. Yeah. Okay. Potty head. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Teen Titans The Judas Contract Is going to be Put back into print Ahead of the animated film They're coming out with an animated film for that storyline um, It's uh, Teen Titans 39 through 40 and 40 through Tales of Teen Titans 41 through 44 And Tales of the Teen Titans Annual Number 3 Is the collection of that storyline But yeah, so there's going to be an animated film, but they're putting that comic book out in print. So if you want to pick it up, go to the nerd store and pick it up. Yes, and they're also doing a sequel coming out in a couple months called The Lazarus Contract. With the new 52 Rebirth shit that they're doing. What's that about? I don't know. It's got Deathstroke in it. Mm. <laughs> I'm kind of done with DC at this point. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> they're going to have to do the universe again. They'll call it Afterbirth. I'll, I'll read the yeah. Watchmen stuff that's coming up. but That's not, that's not okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've I, no. I have this discussion again today. Um, if I had to choose between the two biggies, it'd be Mar. It would always be Marvel. But at this point in my life, I've been reading comics since I was 12, mm-hmm. and the superhero stuff. It's just it, they're just recycling stories. It's just oh, yeah. it's just the same shit. So that's why I've really turned to a lot of image stuff because it's just feels more fresh and different. And, so every now and then, I read Civil War two, and I'll read those big things. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, nothing in the superhero genre is really grabbing at me. Digging the hipster stuff like Charles. Yeah, I never <laughs> thought I'd get that way. Too. I started out with Marvel, and I was all about it, and then I slowly moved over to DC, and then from DC, I slowly moved to Independence, and I'm the same way. But I'll just wait for the graphic novel to come out of a mm-hmm. major event, so that I stay caught up on it. But for the most part, all independent for me. Speaking of graphic novels. Mm, yes. So I just got My Favorite Thing is Monsters by Emil Ferris. Um, I discovered it while doing some news research for book club. And basically the premise of it is it's this girl's diary during um, the Nazis occupying her town. It's, oh. It looks Nazis? like... I Nazis? I read that in high school English. Um, <laughs> The thing that really grasped me about it was when I first saw the art. I was kind of like, well, not for me. But then um, the premise of the graphic novel is it's this girl's diary slash journal. And so then it, it kind of takes on a life of its own because the pages are lined paper. And then all of the drawings look like just kind of crosshatch and ink. But I would say it's probably 18 plus because there's boobies and sex in it. Um mm-hmm. But I, I haven't read it yet. It just I barely got it today. But I would recommend that people keep an eye out for it because it's already kind of selling out huh. in all of the all the major areas I looked. I actually finally found a copy from Barnes and Noble, which well, hurts me to say it. But um yeah, stay tuned and I will have a review once I'm actually able to dive into it. Yeah, the, art, the art does look really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I was flipping through it, too, and I was like, huh, that's not really my thing. But then there's certain pages. I was like, holy crap, that looks really I, awesome. Uh, I was flipping through it, and what caused me to go, oh, wait, 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 wait. Was the was, boob? Was the sex part. I was like, oh, wow. look, there's there's sexy boobies in it. But, yeah, and the art is kind of hard to describe, but it 
it reads like something that you would draw in your own notebook. Mm, um, yeah. Like the ink, the even the colors of it, like it's a lot of the pages are in that inky blue um, with like that red, just colors that you would get at any like store for a pen. It's it's actually pretty remarkable. The art after I found out the premise is what sold me on it. Oh. Yeah, there's some creepy stuff in here. I'm flipping <laughs> through it. Yeah, like the giant yeah. Satan head. Yeah. I'd say if you're into really weird kind of um, disturbing content with your graphic novels, this would probably be a good one to pick up, especially since there's been a lot of hype about it. Um, there's a lot of boobs just, just glancing across the table as he flips through it. <laughs> He's just saying nipples all the time. <laughs> nipples. Yeah, you'll be up to your ears and nipples with this. <laughs> up to your ears and nipples. It looks beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, There's a a good title right there. (laughs) Write that down. It's a a $40 graphic novel, and they're going to be releasing volume two here soon. So it is kind of of more expensive, but with any graphic novel, you're also paying for the art. Um, Not necessarily just the materials that's making it up. So, So, yeah. Next news. Next news is... Since, <laughs> since I gathered some news, I got some X-Men stuff. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, doesn't sound like Ryan. At all. I know, right? Uh, X-Men Prime number one is coming out soon. Um, it is going to be the, the kickoff book for the resurrection, resurrection event. Um, it's going to give you a little a lead in to all of the new titles. So X-Men Blue, X-Men uh, Gold, and Weapon X. Um it will be written by Mark Guggenheim, Cullen Bunn, and Greg Pack, with art by Ken Lashley, Leonard Kirk, and where do I know Ibrahim Colin Robertson? Where do I know Colin Bunn's name from? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure he's writing like Harrow County at the moment. Hmm. Um, but is this giving you a res erection? No, oh I'm about gosh. I'm about to give him information that will. Uh, we got our previews last night for the mm-hmm. for the new stuff in a couple months. Yes, Jean Grey's getting her own series. Yes, <laughs> yes, very excited. Oh, thank you for the thank you for the blowjob noises, Sam. I'm surprised that you knew what that was because I thought he was just making noises. You were Actually, surprised that I knew a blowjob noise. I realized was. the second it came out of my mouth how ridiculous that was. <laughs> Obviously, you would know. <laughs> I am struggling today. <laughs> just wanna... um, so we got some. They, uh, there's an interview out with the creators of X Men Blue. Um, X Men Blue will be the original five X Men together, led by Jean Grey. Um, so Cyclops, Wolverine, no, oh, not Wolverine, Cyclops, Beast, Angel, Jean, and Iceman. Uh. They're still time displaced, so they're still in the in the present timeline. Um, but they're gonna get like some of their classic villains that they had in the Silver Age. And oh my gosh, Kylie just showed me the cover of this. I mean, to interrupt your story, one, and it is, has the Phoenix behind her. <laughs> I'm excited. That looks awesome. Still, my goal is to catch up and be current by the time Resurrection happens or ends. Really? Mm-hmm. That's my do goal. It? I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a Aggressive goal. (laughs) (laughs) 
So X Men Blue, um, they're they're gonna these guys are gonna encounter villains um, that they encountered in the Silver Age, but ha- I mean those villains haven't seen these versions of the X Men for um, however long it is time, comic book time wise, but years and years and years. And also going to change up some relationships. For example, Gene is now the leader of the team instead of Scott, so that will definitely change the dynamic. So I'm excited to read that. Um, yeah, and then that's about all the news that I had. We burned through that really fast because you know, we all have opinions on anything. Have you read any comic books lately? I'm always reading comic books. I'm reading all the X-Men comic books. Does <laughs> <laughs> anyone read Walking Dead here? Uh, no. Okay, I'm going to spoil the shit out of it. Okay, do it. <clears throat> do it. Newest issue just came out. Mm-hmm. Andrea just got bit at the very end. So they're going to be uh, killing Andrea off. Because she got bit on the neck. I don't Andrea think... already die in the show? In the TV show she did. In the oh, comic book, they she... made her a badass. She's, oh, really? She's married to Rick. She's like their, really? their sharpshooter, their sniper. I had no idea because yeah. yeah. I hated that character really cool. in the show. I, they made her horrible. I'm yeah. like, but I, I love this character in the comic. Please redeem her. And then now they just killed her. Andrea's a blonde. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I really did hate her in the TV series. Well, they're getting rid of her in the comic. And I like. love the meme of her crying that everybody uses. <laughs> it's fucking funny. I have news. Um, Deadpool: Bad Blood is back on the schedule. It's set to be released this May. Is that a movie? Uh, it's a it's a <laughs> storyline. And because um, originally it was Leafield who was doing it, and he's yeah. notoriously oh. late on everything. <sighs> Um, but among, now, among others of his redeeming quality, yeah. <laughs> Liefeld makes me sigh. Um, <sighs> but now it's set to be released this May, and it's going to be featuring a story by Chris Sims and Chad Bowers of X Men '92 fame. Um, the art and the art will be done by Liefeld. Oh God, it? son of a bitch! Oh fuck, Rob Life. <laughs> you just lost me. Um, <clears throat> but apparently, a lot of people are. Have been waiting for this for a while. It's been kind of maybe most of those people that have been waiting for it don't know that fucking Liefeld doing the artwork. Well, no, because it's nostalgia. I mean, he did he did some when they did that uh, Merc with a mouth. They did he did some pages for did like he? the Deadpool core stuff. He did a oh, few okay. pages back then, mm-hmm. but that's still been mm-hmm. oh, yeah. quite a few years. Like I'm not, I don't like Liefeld. But again, but when I'm... I flip to those pages, I mean, he has he draws Deadpool like he has an ass face or something like there's a sphincter <laughs> right in the middle of his face. I don't know. It's, his art's just weird. like that character <laughs> off of Preacher. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Ass says what? <laughs> it's also Will Eisner week, um, so I'd recommend go out, going out and picking up a who. Will Eisner is a very um, influential artist in comic books, and so if you ever see Eisner Awards slapped onto the front of a comic book or a graphic novel, it's because it's won an award for really amazing artwork. Um, And if you're in New York, the Society of Illustrators are going to host a two-floor type of convention from March 1st to June 3rd. Honoring Will Eisner. Sweet. I like that. So to put Eisner on the level of like comedians, imagine Bill Cosby, but without the rapey stuff. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Eisner won't make you sleepy. <laughs> also, dor- Dark Horse. Dork Horse. <laughs> dork Horse. <laughs> 
Sorry, I was looking right at you when I said it. (laughs) Um, Dark Horse is going to release Mystery Science Theater 3000 comic books. So they're going to have them visit. Are they going to be on real movies? Well, they're going to have them. They're going to look at old comics. Yeah, they're going to look at old comics with really cheesy (laughs) storylines. And then they're going to have them like superimposed over the art making comments about it. I'm on that. I'm not 100% sure when that's going to be happening, but I am absolutely thrilled to read it because i i got into mystery science theater so late in the game like it had already been canceled but i grew up on mst 3000 (laughs) yeah i didn't but it was really funny because like we watched this entire movie um a mystery science theater movie and then Mm -hmm. at the very end my sister's like i don't get it like so were those guys in the movie and that's also hilarious because <laughs> Becca, you don't. It took her to the to the end of the movie to ask that question. Yeah, and same with Jackass. She was like, "I don't get it. What was the plot?" Like, <laughs> it's, there's no plot. No, she's. But with MST three thousand, I remember when the movie came out because uh, we had cable in my younger years and would watch that when it was on Sci Fi all the time. And so when the movie came out, we were uh, as a family went and seen MST three thousand the movie. <laughs> And just the jokes, the level of jokes went up in the movie. And so that's like my favorite MST. I've watched that probably 30 times. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love that. So to know that we're getting more MST. I yeah. think I've seen the Cave Dwellers. That's probably the one I've seen the most. I remember in high school, we'd have to like go out on the football field and have a movie. And they projected on the side thing. And it was Mystery Science Theater most of the time. It was nice. great. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... Brian Lee O'Malley, the guy who did Scott Pilgrim, is releasing a new graphic novel called Snot Girl. It's a... It's out already. What? It's out already. Is it? No, keep talking about it. We've we've mentioned it before, but give us more information The first first volume just came out a few weeks ago. Did it? Okay. The first collection of like the first five issues or something. Um, I think her snot's super powered or something. That's pretty much the only graphic novel news that I have um, if you want daily news for graphic novels you should go like the book club page because I post something every day and what, what, what's the page's name uh, it's facebook.com backslash Utah GNBC I don't post anything on the weekends though because I'm usually hungover <laughs> <laughs> the weekends are her time yeah. um, and then I heard Dark Horse mentioned so I don't remember if we talked about Hellboy getting the X Hellboy three because think... oh yeah, yeah we, we, we just, did we, we did, did last week okay. you were not because that that was that was sad to me mm-hmm. very but, much but so we all, I also kind of brought up uh, Del Toro's out obviously but does that mean well, well what else it what it what is jump in? Um, what it was from what I read um, in more extensive after, outside of the tweets everybody was like Bruh! I actually read into it it's that because of the margin of profit that the first two did. Because they did basically the same, both of them. And they gave them a, a margin of profit. They did have profit on it. But apparently, um, it's not enough for any of the three studios they've gone, tried to go with that Dark Horse can work with. Hmm. Want to take it on because they need a higher margin of profit guarantee. And I'm like, motherfucker, let's start putting Kick- up a, a Kickstarter. I can see and- Ron Perlman like, let's kickstart this bitch. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, his tweet was actually funny to me. The out of work superhero. <laughs> I still think he'd be the best choice for cable. I, I think he'd be awesome. I said. 
Oh my god, he'd be everyone perfect else for is Kano. talking like I, action heroes and stuff. I'm like, no, Ron, I think Ron Perlman has that. He, he, he it's I don't know, either it's, him or the the shithead uh, dude from Avatar. See, I I, I get that I, he, he has, has the, the look. look. He has Definitely. the look, but I don't know if he could. Pull I off would the... like to see if he could. Yeah, just for the uh-huh. fact that he's got the perfect look. Oh, All yeah. he'd have to do is they'd have to impose a little more muscle on him, you know, which. Marvel's really good at doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they can do a Hulk, they can do a Cable. Exactly. Well, uh, you know, beef up a little bit. Uh, not Liefeld beef up. But I was going to say, up. just give him a bunch no, of jackets no, no, with pouches and no, zippers. Yeah, no dupliceps. <laughs> um, but I still, would, I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see the a curved gun. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much all I had. I, it just. When you said Dark Horse, it popped in my head about Hellboy 3. Sadness. All the tears I had uh, over that because <laughs> I love the Hellboy series. Yeah. yeah so. the, you, I've never read a Hellboy comic. I haven't. Um, it's the movies that I love the most. They're, oh, okay. they're great, but they did a spinoff series called the BPRD, which is even was even better than just really? Hellboy. Mm-hmm. And Hellboy was there with the BPRD for a while until he kind of yeah. he found out they were lying and kind of pissed him off. And then he's like, fuck you guys. I'm leaving. But it was, I'm going back to my own solo it was, it Isn't it the awesome. Bureau of Paranormal Research Department or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, on that note, we're going to take our break, which this is probably the <laughs> shortest time we've taken in the first segment. And A long time. About 30-something <laughs> episodes. <laughs> but we're going we're gonna to take this time to take a break and uh, enjoy these uh, commercials. Commercials. <laughs> Lots of commercials. Lots of commercials? Lots, lots of, commercials. of commercials. We're going to have lots of commercials. Okay. All the commercials. All the commercials. They're huge. <laughs> They're huge. They're going to be tremendous. Hi, this is Felicia from the Utah Outcast extending a personal invitation to you. Come be an outcast with me, Kyle, and X. I hope you love the show as much as I do. We are three unashamed atheists living in Utah, and every week we talk current events, including pop culture, along with a different guest each week. If you listen closely, you can hear me doing the show topless. Come find us at Utah Outcasts on PodHell.com, iTunes, Stitcher, and even Google Play. Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And UtahOutcast.com. Come be an outcast. Bonne nuit. Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed those commercials. Okay, Ryan. What? What is our topic today? So Logan's coming out now. Logan. It's out tonight. I got my tickets. Record. You got your tickets? When are you going? IMAX at 1020. Tonight? Yeah. Nice. And it's IMAX oh. 2D, none of that 3D shit. Oh, thank oh, God. That's the only reason Is it I'm going. in 3D? I, don't, I have no idea. But usually I'm used to IMAX movies right. being in 3D, so uh-huh. I never see things in IMAX anymore. So Why I was you... very excited that it was 2D. Why do you hate the 3Ds? I just it, it just doesn't do anything for me. There's nothing. I mean, it 3D reminds, gives me a fucking it's... headache after about uh. 40 minutes or so. I start getting a headache. <laughs> yeah, it just, I don't know. just doesn't do it for me. Caitlin got, um, got us those tickets to see Fantastic Beasts in 3D. Mm-hmm. And then I was in the very front middle row and in the very beginning with like the deuce paper. Where, like everybody in the front row was like leaning completely back in their chairs like, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> so much. And it, the whole time I was like, Christina was like, I'm going to throw up. And I'm like, don't you dare throw up. This was nice of them to get us tickets. We're going to be gracious. And the whole movie we were just like, Ooh. <laughs> Anyway, I was in the back. Yeah, I was in the, like back the back eating the Reese's. 
Yeah. So much research. I ended up not noticing it towards the end of the movie, but seriously, in the beginning with all the newspapers, I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw up or have a seizure or something. I'm getting like a physical response to this right now. <laughs> it was awesome. Vasmer. The asthma, asthma happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I finally showed everybody what ASMR is on the break. I don't like it. <laughs> now they're all bearded out and looking at me differently. <laughs> Not looking at you differently. We're just looking at the video differently. See, that's a fine uh, noise. That noise that she was making, uh, it made like me crackling. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear you the noise to, I'm making. You need to talk about talk like her too. Like who? Like the I chick know. on the video. Oh, um, today. I'm just like basically you. whispering, huh? Like, hi everyone. <laughs> i wonder if anybody like well actually having a seizure they're like that's so good (laughs) wonder we can get 790 views on youtube with that i'm actually low-key internet famous on youtube maybe i'll show you guys someday (laughs) today is not that day I think the only reason why I got that many views is some hot chicks holding up something asthma, and they're like, "Ooh, what's that?" <laughs> and then they go and look at it, and they're like, "Oh, some fucking chick with a crackle fetish." <laughs> <laughs> it's not a fetish; it's just a physical response to some noises. It seemed like a fetish. Maybe <laughs> I'm still doing this for all our asthma people out there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll stop. Wolverine. <laughs> So Logan <laughs> is out. Um, come to the book club, and we'll talk about Old Man Logan, the comic book. Yep. But I got a list here. Luke will be proud. <laughs> um, yeah, he's going to be like, the one fucking time <laughs> I'm not there, you're all about lists. <laughs> all about that list, about that list. <laughs> so I have the top ten must-read Wolverine stories mm-hmm. from Newsarama. But... <laughs> 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 Knows a <laughs> so, I agree pretty much with this list. It's a pretty good list. So, number 10. 10, 10, 10, 10. Is Enemy of the State. This uh, comic series is... So, Wolverine is kind of brainwashed. And doesn't... Has even less memories than he normally does at this time <laughs> period. And is working for the Hand, which are the evil ninjas. The Electra people, right? Yes. Uh-huh. And he is basically, it's like, they pit him against all the other Marvel heroes. So it's Wolverine fighting on behalf of the hand, all the other wait, heroes. Wait, is, is this where, this isn't where Magneto... Nope, that's called nah. Fatal Attractions. Okay. Stay tuned. Was this uh, Brubaker or Wow, Miller that was really impressive, that? by the way. <laughs> you're like, you're wrong, or you can tell. You can tell by your face. <laughs> Looks like the other day when Pat asked me on the on the chat, she's like, "Is there any stories that talk about Nightcrawler's birth?" And I'm like, "This one and this one and yeah. this one and this one." <laughs> you didn't tell me the meaning of life, though. It was X Men. Luke already answered before I got to it. I don't accept anything Luke says. He's not here. <laughs> so yeah, uh, tons of Marvel heroes show up and they try to stop Logan. And this is kind of early on. Um, you asked who wrote it, and I'm not seeing it. My stomach is going crazy. Sorry. That was not a fart. Just the stomach. Uh, Art was John Romita Jr. Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure it was Mark Miller, but I could be wrong. Is it Miller or Millar? It's Miller. Hmm. Millar. A lot of people always say Millar, and I'm, I I want to correct them, but I don't. Okay. I've never heard anyone say that. Millar? I wonder if they have said it, and I'm just like, what? I don't know who that is. <laughs> 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 like, over my head. It took me a long time to realize that the people were talking about the same person. Yeah. Because I know I've heard a lot of people call say pronounce it Millar and Miller. And I didn't realize that they were the same person for a long Maybe time. Maybe I've heard it, and I seriously just haven't put two and two together. I just remember way back years ago, there was a wizard article about him, and the <laughs> title of the article was, It's Miller Time, but it was spelled Millar, and then they even mentioned the article, yes, it's pronounced like the beer. Oh, like, sweet. Okay. So, number nine. Nine, nine, nine. nine. <laughs> Bunch of Nazis. <laughs> oh, no. No, that's just six, 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 upside down. <laughs> nine, 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 upside down. <laughs> okay, so Wolverine Volume 1, number 10. Um, it is a, it's an oddly specific oh, okay. issue, but it's the one where um, Sabretooth and Logan are fighting in Alaska. And uh, Sabretooth is hunting them down because it's his birthday, I think. It's one of the very first oh, yeah, birthday yeah. issues. So uh, uh, Sabretooth has this thing where he goes and attacks Wolverine on every birthday. Because why not? Because why not? Um, it's, it really goes, it, it's just, again, another early on one where, because uh, Sabretooth was part of the Marauders for a long time, that they didn't really explore him, he and Logan's relationship that much until the Wolverine solo series. Um and yeah, so it's it, they're in Alaska. The, the first time I was exposed to the story was actually through the animated series. They did this issue, oh, that's right, an X Men right. animated series, and I loved that issue that that episode, even though mm-hmm. I wasn't a super huge Wolverine fan at the time. But it really goes and shows because it's just it's just Logan and uh, Sabretooth fighting, and they have they kind of explore that backstory for the first time. So it was a pretty important issue. Uh, number eight. Eight, eight is eight, eight. the one you just mentioned. Oh, the 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 fatal attraction. Yes, and on this list it shows the cover, and it has one of the holographic cards. <laughs> on the oh cover. My gosh. I miss those. I love those holographic and, and, cards. And this is this is the one where Magneto tears the animanium. Yep. from his body, right? Yep. Yeah, that's pretty fucking brutal. Right so, to his that's pores. Yep. Oh, that's and so metal. Of, <laughs> yeah, when it, I, I love like that. Droplets coming yeah, out. yeah, I love that image and how that was drawn because it's just a it ton looked, of little tiny painful. threads. It yeah. looked painful. Ow. And you're like, holy shit, I didn't know Magneto could do that. And then he went back to bone claws, didn't he? Well, yeah, so. That's, that's when you so, find out he had. Yeah, up uh, to that point. Everyone always believed, including Wolverine himself, that his claws were implanted in him as part of the Weapon X program. But then Wolver- or Magneto rips all the adamantium out of his body. Insanely painful process. He goes like feral for a long time after that because it just yeah, breaks it him. It breaks his crazy. mind. Um, but he pops. He reflexively just pops his claws and they pop out and they're bone. And that was the first time that they revealed that particular part of him, that his claws were actually part of his mutation. Because they, up to that point, his mutation was only the healing factor and some heightened senses, depending on who was writing at the time. It just made sense to me immediately that they were a bone for the fact that, like, how would he gain the muscle to retract and sheath, or, you know, 
you know, don't Shrink bring logic into a comic book. Uh, <laughs> it just always seemed natural to me. It would be just like, like a cat having the extra tendons to be able to mm. retract and, you know. I did like that scene in Days of Future Past uh, where he travels back in time and he's in the he wakes up in the bed with the chick and then the guys come in and he pops his claws and like, they're bone. He's, like, he's just like, what? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, on top of that, when he walks through the metal detector and he looks up all surprised it didn't go off, he's like, well, that hasn't happened in a long time. <laughs> I wonder if he just was like, man, I feel so much lighter right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he's, <laughs> you know? uh, he's like 300 and something pounds with the metal. Yeah, but he's yeah. short. So he's yeah. probably he's like 5'2". Yeah. So he's probably like under 180 without yeah. the metal. Oh, yeah, easily. Uh, yeah, so he's yeah, got crazy amounts of, of weight on him. And that's one of the, like, whenever he's in water, I think that's one of the, one of the reasons he kind of fears water. And he, and that's part of his reason why he fears flying, too, because he, he always fly over water. And, yeah, because he, he just sinks. He <laughs> yeah. can't swim that well. Uh, what number am I on? Seven? seven. Number seven. Seven, seven, seven. seven. <laughs> Is Origin. Not origins. I love this one. This Origin. is like one of my favorite Wolverine stories. Tell us about it. Um, well, basically, it goes back to when Wolverine is a little boy. And the interesting thing about this graphic novel is there's a kid in it named, and Logan is the last name. And he's kind of a jerk, and his dad's a jerk. And they're, they look how Wolverine looks in the traditional sense. And there are these kind of farmhands on this estate. And there's a little boy, and he's very sickly, and he's small, and he has terrible allergies, and he's basically just overprotective. And uh, as the graphic novel progresses, you think that Logan is Wolverine, but it actually turns out to be this little boy. And it's kind of like a really early on M. Night Shyamalan yeah, twist. Yeah, that was a nice twist. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my god, because the whole time it's like this sickly little boy um, who befriends this girl, and then you have like super strong Logan who's going out and kind of taking care of business and it's kind of a jerk and not kind of a jerk. He is a jerk. His dad's a murderer too. And, um, so he goes through a trauma of seeing his mom die and that's what triggers the mutation. And then the bone claws come out and it's basically, everyone's like, not you too. So it's, it's like a really weird, um, concept. This is probably like handed down from father to son. And so then he has to flee because mutants aren't tolerated and he goes to Canada with his little, like, I don't want to say girlfriend because they're not together, but his friend who is also a girl. And he grows up in Canada and the trauma has made him kind of lose his memories. And this girl, Rose, has a diary of everything that's happened because she knows who he is before the mutation, but he never wants to see it. And um, events transpire. Her journal eventually gets burned and that's why... You never really know about his true origin. It's so good. I don't know how to... I mean, I was never really into Wolverine, and then reading this graphic novel absolutely made me a fan. Would recommend. And it's a its own contained story, so you can pick it up and read it. You don't have to buy anything else. You don't have to... There's nothing leading up to it. There's nothing after it. It's just its own thing. They, um, they did Origin too. They did do Origin 2. <laughs> that better not be on the list. It's not on the okay. list. I liked it. We'll talk about that too. Um, I liked it. Not to be confused either with the comic book run that was Wolverine Origins. Which was awesome. I um, love that. Daniel Way wrote that. Loved that whole run. It was one of those comic book runs that when people would come in 
and they'd say, where's a good starting point? There is no good starting point. You have to start from issue one and read that, like, mm-hmm. 50, 50, 60 issue run. And it is good, great. and it's worth so reading good. it. Mm-hmm. Um, what, that, what that series is about, Origins, is that Wolverine gets his memories back. So he remembers everything. And then he goes on a rampage about and to go, get out, go after all the people who have hurt him. And it's really cool series. Deadpool shows so up a lot in it. Romulus, really cool. I think, in that. Yep, Romulus so is in it. Pretty much too. any Wolverine origin mm-hmm. story, because <laughs> yeah. there's origin and then origins and origin two and origin two um, are all really good. So if you pick up any of those, you'll be pretty happy. If you want a faster read, I would definitely go for origin. Um, there's some cool concepts that are introduced in origin. See, I never, I never was into Wolverine. I thought he was a way overdone character. Um, <laughs> See, and I come into it being much older, mm-hmm. where when I was reading it, Wolverine was not that, right. he, what he is now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was just a character in the Sex Men book. And I loved him, because he was that mysterious character. But then, yeah, 90s hit, and yep. shit just went everywhere. And it was, yeah, that's... 90s X-Men is my X-Men <clears throat> that I grew up with. So Not to go off a tangent, but mm-hmm. I have a very funny Chris, Chris Claremont story when he was, in, he was uh, in town doing a signing for X-Men Forever. No. This was back. I don't know if you're familiar with <laughs> uh-huh. it, but this is him coming back after all these years and picking up his X-Men story where he left off. So it's not in continuity at all. It's just like, this is the story I would have told if I wasn't, you know, taken off the book or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the place is packed and people are, you know, he's kind of talked to the crowd and now he's doing the signings. And I mean, the line just wraps all around the place and, and, uh. One person shouts out, and he's signing a book. Why did you kill off Wolverine? Because pretty early on in that run, like issue two, I think, he mm-hmm. just kills Wolverine off. And someone asked him, why did you kill Wolverine off? And he literally pointed over to the the rack where the books are, and the X-Men rack, and he just said, because he's in all those other books, I don't need him in mine. If you want Wolverine, you can go read the 20 other books he's in. He wasn't doing anything for my story, so I got rid of him. Mm. I kind of like that answer. Yeah. He's, like, yep, he's everywhere else. I don't need him. Yeah. And I and I like that Claremont does did that kind of thing too, because um, he was super. He appe- oh, I don't know what he felt personally, but he appeared like he really wanted to maintain control of the X Men and because because when they started doing, they're like, we're going to do a X- uh, Wolverine solo series, and Claremont's like, okay, I'm I'm going to do it, and I want to do it my way. And when they broke off with um, like X, he's su- he was super always super frustrated. It appeared that about how they did Gene and the resurrection of Gene and stuff because he wasn't yeah. in control of that and he had to just kind of work that into his story that he was doing. Whereas when New Mutants and Wolverine and X-Men were all under his writing, um, he told this really complex narrative going in, weaving in and out of all the books and it was just really cool. So I like when he has complete control and can do that. Yeah. Um, so in Wolverine Origins, like the the other kid that you, they lead you to believe is Wolverine in the beginning, his name is Dog. That's what his, oh, his that's dad right. just calls him. Dog, Dog Logan. Dog Logan. Um, Thomas Logan is his dad, right? I think so. Thomas and Dog. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that. Um, but that they kind of uh, he that's his brother because his the gardener. The dog's dad had an affair with his mom, mm-hmm. with Logan's mom. So they lead you to believe that that's his father and the mother. And that's what is the argument about the results in his mother's death is that kind of comes out. And then Wolverine pops his claws for the first time when he's little. I think he's nine, eight, nine, somewhere around there. 
in the book. But and and kills his dad. Is is not biological father, not the gardener dude, but the dude he thought it was dad. As he goes, runs up and stabs yeah. him. Um, and then Rose was just like a family friend. I can't remember where Rose came the from. The dad like hired her. It was very secret yeah. garden type of thing where the dad wanted his sickly boy to have like a very calm friend. Oh, so he right. went with a little girl. So so Rose and Dog and James, which is Wolverine, yeah. they go, they leave. And... um. Dog and him have a like a very contentious relationship, but later on, like way later on in, in Wolverine come in in Wolverine and the X Men, like Dog comes back, like they use him, and he's like time like the super weird ass time traveler dude that's his brother, and he pops back when Wolverine's at the school and terrorizes the school for a while. So these characters come back that, that they've used in Origin. Um, Origin Two tells the story. It takes place right after Origin. Wolverine's kind of more of an of adult, but um, he encounters Sabretooth for the first time again, because <laughs> he's encountered Sabretooth for the first time in many, 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 many different comic books. Um, and it's kind of that origin story as to why he and Sabretooth have the relationship, a new telling of that origin story, um, which is pretty good. I just thought it was interesting how they keep... they. Like, because these characters in the book, when when Origin's done, you're kind of like done with that story. But right now, in, in current, well, as of a few years ago, which is where I'm at in current continuity, they're calling back to Origin a ton, which I thought was interesting because Origin came out in like, I don't know, 2009. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, number six. Six, 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 six. six. <laughs> yeah. She just didn't want to do the three. I didn't. <laughs> so six is a vicious circle. Um, it's a Hulk story. Todd McFarlane, artist on it. Uh, it's just it's just Wolverine versus Hulk part two because the first one was Wolverine's origin or debut, um, and as the Hulk villain, and it's just him going back to Canada and fighting the Hulk. It's a cool story. It's just a, a smash up between smash up uh, between Hulk and Wolverine, but it's a good story. The next one is one of my favorite ones. It's Kitty Pride and Wolverine that uh, miniseries. Yes, um, it's about Wolverine and Shadowcat go to Japan, and you get the whole samurai part of Wolverine's history, and they kind of go into that. And Wolverine. Um, you get uh, Yuriko for the first time, who's this badass ninja type lady. Was she wasn't she in the original mini? Oh, you're right. I get those confused. <laughs> so which one is is the original one where they go to Japan? No, nah, I have to. They, they both go to Japan. Okay. <clears throat> Help me, Kylie. I'm trying to think now. <laughs> I do remember. Really liking Kitty Pride, because um, that's when I started reading comic books. That was it was Wolverine and Kitty, um, and then when the nineties hit, it was this Jubilee shit, and I never quite understood that. I was never a big Jubilee yeah, fan. They, so, so they, so Shadowcat was the point of view character for the that age, and then Jubilee was the point of view character for the next yeah. generation of kind of X Men. Then we were just going to assume that this is the one I'm thinking of. But so they go to Japan, you get. A uh, cool 
story about Wolverine and his uh, marriage to Yuriko Yoshida, uh, and she's part of the not the hand, but the. I was gonna say the hand. I'm like, that's not it, though. It's not the hand. It's the yakuza. There you go. Yeah, she's part of that uh, crime organization, and yeah, so it's it's just uh, Wolverine. One of the best sides of Wolverine is that when he's being told as a mentor, because he's like the the super reluctant mentor. I don't want, don't do what I do because I've fucked up my life. So it's that kind of thing where he take, but he always is uh, drawn to help younger kids, being like, don't 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 mess up your life like I did, kind of thing. So he's he doesn't want to be the example that they want to follow. He wants to be the example that they don't follow. So I've always liked that Wolverine in that situation. Uh, the next one, number five. Five, 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 five. five, 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 five. <laughs> five, five, five. It's Old Man Logan. Talk about this one, Sam. <clears throat> um, old Man Logan. It should be number one. I don't know what number it one should is be. On the like list, it is. But... It is absolutely my f- <clears throat> favorite. <laughs> so in the future, we start off with what looks like. <laughs> Not so much a post-apocalyptic, but shit has definitely hit the fan with the United States and superheroes, and now it's basically become villains and territories, um, just like gangs. Instead of it just being within a city, is engulfed the whole United States into what was it? Four territories? There were more than four. four. I thought it was, was at least five or six. Yeah. Is it five or six? Yeah, okay, yeah, I, I like can't remember how many more. territories. Um, but the ones I remember: are Kingpin. And then Hulk, um, which Hulk has become... Hulk had the West Coast. Inbred! Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> but uh, Logan has taken the path of being a passive, non-killing dude. And for good measure, I, I, I totally understand, because uh, along in the series, you find out why. And it is because Mysterio made him think that he was killing off a bunch of villains, and then he finds out that he pretty much killed every single one of his friends. And so from then on, he just... Mysterio is crazy. It's yeah. crazy scary. Oh, and didn't he, like, didn't he just go and commit suicide after that, too? I, I don't remember. Well, but anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So he makes Wolverine kill all his friends. So it, it, we get to this post-shit fest, um, and... Logan just refuses to kill, but then uh, Hawkeye shows up, older Hawkeye, and he's like, I need your help. He's like, what do you need help with? You know, uh, I can't exactly remember what the situation is, but he finally convinces him, um, and he can't get him to kill at all when needed. And, yeah. um, It it boils down to this really cool... Hawkeye Wolverine, old Hawkeye, old Wolverine road trip across the United States. And venturing into all these villains' territories and yes. facing them as they go. Yeah, that's right. Go, he, he was trying to take yeah. take over the territories so that and it's the, the superheroes could have their it's time. It's the Red again. Skull at the end, right? That they yeah. Yes. I, I pulled up a map, so you were right. There was four. It's that middle oh. section where it's just kind of the wasteland where no yeah. one really owns it. Oh, okay. So yeah, Hulkland, the Kingpin, yeah. then the wasteland, then Doctor Doom, and then Red Skull is mm-hmm. on the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a very good, it's a very good mm-hmm. read. Go read it and then come to book club and then talk yes. about it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, eventually, Logan comes to his senses. 
<laughs> Even if you don't read it um, or don't buy the graphic novel, definitely still come if you like Wolverine because the discussions at book club aren't necessarily laser pointed on one specific graphic novel that we're talking about, but rather a lot of times a character as a whole. So if you kind of want to get your foot in the door, definitely come say no. My foot's going to be so far in the door. Mm. You don't believe me, do you? <laughs> Um, I'm trying to be optimistic, but you've broken <laughs> your promises for book clubs so often that <laughs> she's just going to wait for your I apology text. I deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've had people try to schedule stuff over the top. I was like, no, I'm going to book club. <laughs> book club. That's, that's basically my life too. <laughs> it's really weird. Cause if I have anything else going on in my life, people are like, oh, just reschedule it. But if I say book club, they like, for some reason, really respect it. Oh, good. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really grateful about my work too because when I'm on Thursdays, I'm like, come five o'clock, I'm like, I'm gonna go start going. And they're like, oh, you have podcast today, huh? And I'm like, yep. And they're like, okay, go. Aww, go. Thanks. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> they're all they're really nice about that. So, number four. Four, four, four. Uncanny X Men number 133. This is a really cool issue. Um, it's in the early stages of the Dark Phoenix saga. Uh, Gene is at the Hellfire Club, and they are manipulating her mind. The X-Men go to rescue her, and one of the members of the Hellfire Club pushes Wolverine from the level that they are in the building mm. down into the basement, and Wolverine has to fight his way through the building this back like, up to where they this are. This is where the, the most, came from. Man. Yeah, this <laughs> is like one of the most epic fight scenes mm-hmm. I think I've ever read in a comic book, ever. So it's perfect. It's, it's Wolverine versus hundreds of goons of just... Um, the the Hellfire Club goons, and it, it just keeps fighting and keeps fighting and keeps fighting and keeps fighting. Um, it reminds me. I mean, when I very in Daredevil in that hallway fight scene, or the stair or in Daredevil season two with the staircase fight scene, that just always reminds me of this because it's just Daredevil going through all these goons, and it's just like just like Wolverine. It just. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is just like that time the Wolverine was in the basement of the Hellfire Club. It kind of reminds me of Dante's Inferno, where yes. he just has to fight his way through every layer of hell, and there's just bullshit after bullshit. For it's, I would say this is probably my favorite fight scene in a comic book ever. It's so good. And it's funny, too, because it's Wolverine, like... Trying to, he's he's fighting on multiple levels. He's fighting them physically and he's fighting them mentally too, because he's like talking to them the whole time too, being like, "I am unkillable. How are you gonna defeat me? How are you gonna do this?" And he just keeps like psyching them out so they're scared and they don't fight as well, which I like that too, because Wolverine. You usually see Wolverine as just like the brute, but yeah. when he's in that kind of situation, he can use a lot more of his of tools, especially like mental intimidation, which you don't get to see very often. Well, you you know when a fight. Most of the time, he's he looks and acts angry, but he's actually pretty fucking calm. Mm-hmm. Pretty confident that he's not going to get fucked up. There's a, there's another cool story with the it's later on with the Muramasa blade, the blade that was forged from a fractured from a piece of his soul of his and a concentrated Wolverine anger, and it can actually cut through adamantium. It's one of the things that can kill him. Um, but he's training with the blade, and he's training with Silver Samurai, and Silver Samurai even comments, "They're like." He's like, you're just a brute. You're just. He's like, actually, no. And he actually, like, actually does like the full out samurai swordcraft. He's not super. He's not as good as Silver Samurai at it, but he's Silver Samurai is always impressed. He's like, oh, you actually do have a good control of your temper. Like, 
you're, you're not in a blood rage all the time like I thought. Like you actually no, that's his intimidation factor. Yeah. That's what makes him Wolverine. He's crazy, and you're like, ah, and it, it it's it's the shock shock factor when you're fighting. So when he's all acting angry, it's it's in, it's to intimidate. The whole time he's tactically going, I'm okay. I'm gonna cut him here. Oh, he's gonna do this. Okay, I'll do this. <laughs> you know, it's very hard to actually catch Wolverine off guard. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's some depth to that little guy. <laughs> well, he's been in comics for how many years? There's got to be some layers by yeah. now. <laughs> and how many teams is he on? One of, my, one of my other favorite things is like a week in the life of Wolverine. And it was just one small book. But it was like page one was X-Men. Page two was Avengers. Page three was mm-hmm. was X-Factor, X-Force. Page four was, and it was just each day he was on a different team. Oh, there was one book I read and somebody, I can't remember what he was, he gave an order to somebody and he's like, are you even on this team? How many teams are you on? <laughs> and he said, that's my mutant power. I multitask very well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number two. Two, 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 two. Is the Weapon X miniseries. Um, do you want to take this one? Do you remember it? Uh, not very well. I, I remember being excited for it because I thought we were going to get an origin story. And it was more of an origin story of how they kidnapped him and test you know put the adamantium in him basically and that's that's the story we get there how he got the adamantium yeah. and even back then i was thought still, i thought he was convinced to do the project but even then it was still um i mean it was more insight to the character so that was pretty awesome yeah but you're still left at the end going there's there's and i liked it i like it still like to have a mystery to the character Mm-hmm. Um, even after Origin came out all the years later, and you've you've got a pretty solid Origin with the character because you can piece things together at that point, I still like it. There's still enough about that character that you know, it's, shit can pop up. You mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah. yeah, like the stuff when they did with Origins with Romulus, and <laughs> and then later on with Remus, it was like yeah. it was um, that story is very weird, but very X Men. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it was still like there's all this other stuff to discover because he's been around for a hundred years, like. So there's lots of story material there that you can do. Um, and Weapon X is or it came out around the same time as like Watchmen and Dark Knight were super popular. Dark Knight Returns. Um, yeah. So Marvel's like, let's go dark. So it is super dark as far as I mean what your standard X Men comics are. I think it was. Uh, oh. I think it was collected in Marvel Comics Presents back in the day. <laughs> And I think it was Barry Windsor Smith that did the artwork, so the artwork was very uh, different yes. from mm-hmm. what it was. Um, and it's basically just Wolverine's tr- going through the Weapon X program, what they did to him, how they programmed him. Um, and and it's kind of like the story is, even though he went through all this, he's still a person at the end. Like they still weren't, they didn't manage to completely wash away everything about him. That's kind of the the takeaway. What do you think number one is? Do you have any guesses? Hmm. I have no idea. Um, unless it's that Jason Aaron run that I talked about a while back that I thought was fucking amazing. Does that have I'm anything to do with his son? No. No Dakin. Although Dakin's what, one was of my favorite. Are Eureka the mother of Dakin? Nope. Uh, right, Dakin's I, mom was another Japanese lady. I forget her name, but she was killed by Sabretooth. On Logan's birthday. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sabretooth, no, R- Romulus, because Romulus is, it ends up being that Romulus is this other super powerful, feral mutant dude like Wolverine and Sabretooth. 
And he ends up taking the kid after Sabretooth kills the mom and raising him. And that's why he becomes an evil little shit. Yeah, and t- teaching him to hate his dad. Uh, but Wolverine thinks he's dead because his mom was pregnant at the time that she got killed. So Wolverine thought that the baby died too. So it's uh, the first, well, first Wolverine miniseries is number one. That's, which I may have no, accidentally really. explained when we were talking about Wolverine and Kitty Pryde. Okay. But it's by Chris, Chris Claremont, Frank Miller. Um, it was the first off, like, second story, like, Wolverine made. Is the, it's the first solo story about Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is the one I saw. It was, it's, it's Mariko. It's, 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 it's like the wedding and everything. It's the wedding and, and yeah. stuff like that. And he goes and... And it's a samurai pass. So I, I don't, I don't. I guess I don't know what Wolverine and Kitty Pride was about because I thought it was this. So that's okay. No. It doesn't matter. I know McCord's yelling at me again. <laughs> as well, he can come on the podcast as a guest. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, um, McCord, a guest. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, again, my favorite story is is Origins because I wasn't a huge Wolverine fan. And that, I don't know, I just empathized with him more after that. I was like, oh, he was a sickly little kid, and he went through all this crap, and... Yeah, so that's uh, why it was was so brilliant Mm -hmm. with that twist, where you're like, it's this little bastard guy, that's (laughs) who Wolverine is, and then, you know, you get that twist, you're like, oh my god, he's the little preppy boy up in the castle? (laughs) (laughs) He's the little sickly allergy kid? Because, you know, I I empathize a lot with with anybody that has allergies. Oh, co-sign on that. I was like, allergies? Come into my my bubble of safety. But yeah, I agree. Wolverine Origins is my favorite, too. Um, There was another one that I read. It wasn't really necessarily a whole storyline, but, and I don't, I have absolutely no information about what story it was in, but there's one where Wolverine's in a pit and they're just shooting him with like a machine gun the whole uh, time. Brian Cavon's, it's called Logan, actually. Is it? Yep. Oh my gosh. I remember just that reading that awesome. and I was like, he's so cool. After <laughs> that, was, like, and that was that was a pretty messed yeah, up Yeah, because that was the only way to keep him down was to be constantly forcing him to heal. And the whole time he is shit talking while he's in this hole. He's and literally he's in a tiger cage and they've just got a machine yeah, gun just, and they're just... Yeah. Rid him full of holes until he starts to heal, and they just shoot him again. Yeah, and then like it was, it they was like good. switch shifts, and the guy's like, "Hey," and he's like, "Hey." <laughs> <That's so cool. laughs> I'd recommend reading that one too. It wasn't on the list, but it was pretty fun. And I, I think I mentioned it when I talked about that Jason Aaron run. Um, it was after Nightcrawler had died. They had just that one issue where he went and kept climbing that mountain mm-hmm. and throwing himself off, and then after he come back to life and regenerate he'd climb it again and throw himself off that was that was a good one that reminds me so so there's a uh in the nightcrawler mini series where nightcrawler comes back um when they're in not heaven but not hell but the like the cold area like the, the not the in-between spot and wolverine's just walking and he's with who was he with uh can't remember which one of the X-Men was. Oh, it was Northstar. Okay. Because <laughs> Northstar keeps running and coming back. He's like, there's nothing out there. <laughs> he keeps running forward and coming back. There's still nothing there. <laughs> so, and then Northstar ends up just falling. And he's like, no, you got to keep going. We got to keep walking. We don't, we're not going to give up. And then Nightcrawler finds them. And it's just one splash page. 
And I don't think there's even any words on it. But it's just Nightcrawler. Wolverine sees Nightcrawler and just grabs him and hugs him after he's been walking for who knows how long and freezing to death. And and Nightcrawler just holding him. And I was like, I start crying. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love their relationship. I love that. Because Nightcrawler is that. Yeah. yeah. Nightcrawler is, is like the man of God, the, the, the paragon of, of morals. And Wolverine is is not. <laughs> he's, he's the he's the guy with the shady past that does a thousand things that he's regretted. And Nightcrawler's like, except you, you're you're this person, and they are best bros, yeah. and and they make each other better because Wolverine sometimes kicks Nightcrawler down off of his high horse a little bit, and and Nightcrawler helps Wolverine realize he's not such of a shitbag that he thinks he is. So. I've always enjoyed their relationship. I was super sad when Nightcrawler died, but now he's back, so it's fine. Hey, we got we got the Bams out of it, didn't we? Yes, yeah, that is the did. origin of the weird <laughs> ass Bams. <laughs> Little Bamfies who are actually better at teleporting. Yeah, <laughs> that bugs me. So. Like, oh my god, you want to get a Cambodia kill? Okay, there you go. I don't even got to see that shit. <laughs> Who's the guy they had back in the? Like follow the mutants. They were in Australia. He was the, like the gateway. Gateway. That's, it. That's <laughs> the guy. They just walk up there, and it was this Aboriginal dude. It, he was like, it, he'd just teleport them wherever. Super plot convenient. <laughs> That's all that guy did. Yep. He was out in the desert, and he just was there whenever they wanted to go somewhere. And he would just open a gateway to wherever it is they wanted to go, and they would go. <laughs> and then he would conveniently be there and just open a gateway again, and they would come back. <laughs> when they were done with and whatever it is they were I don't think ever, he ever, ever spoke. No, he, just, he, never, he just sat there. Ever since his origin, he has become an Uber driver in Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there any X-Men stories on the list that you remember? Or or is there any... like I like the, where we were going with the... What's the most messed up thing you remember that Wolverine has gone through? <laughs> well, not well, the most that, that Jason Aaron one I was telling you about. <laughs> I think you you had read where he, it's that those people the, the, they well, got I mean, together and it was you end up finding uh, out that he just went through and killed all his kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, at the uh, end of that, one. you're just like, what the <laughs> fuck did I just read? Yeah, um, I like when he pops in and out of Deadpool. Like one of my favorite ones was in the Mark with the Mouth when he shows up, and uh, you know Deadpool shit talks a lot to him. As like a, I don't, I don't know why he just does it right off the bat, <laughs> and Wolverine eventually gets annoyed, cuts his fucking head yeah. off, <laughs> and the chick that's with him that's trying to protect the zombie head for aim, um, is just like, oh my god, he's like, he'll be fine, just make sure his head's on in the ne- within the next fifteen minutes. <laughs> like, I just needed him to shut the fuck up. For <laughs> have, you know. have you played the Deadpool game? I, I haven't. I wanted to buy I it heard back good then. Things. I like it. Okay. It's it's just a hack and slash. It's not, oh, yeah. but it's very Deadpool. And at one point, you go to a place where the X Men have crashed, and mm. Wolverine is unconscious, and Deadpool attempts to do stuff to wake him up. Oh no! I hear it's very R rated. It's oh man. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, you uh, <laughs> so you just you get down there and you just start punching him. And he has a line, and you just hit, and then the pop screen that pops up is hit A to keep punching, hit hit B if you're a pussy. <laughs> so you just keep punching, and he has a line, a different line every time he punches, and you just keep going and going and going and going, and you're just keep beating the crap out of Wolverine, and it's it's awesome. It event it, it just never stops. It eventually stops, oh, but it's a long time. <laughs> 
Uh, and the, the, the whole game is like that. Like, you can keep doing stuff over and over again, and it just gets more and more funny until it, they just are like, okay, you're done. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know who one of my uh, favorite writers of the Deadpool, sorry, track from Wolverine, but uh, well, surprisingly, it was Brian Passane. Huh? Love the way he wrote Deadpool. So, yeah. the, uh, the dead presidents, the, just that be opening thing well, where Captain America, who was he killing? Ben Franklin or something? Or he was killing one of the old presidents. <laughs> oh, he killed all the old presidents because well, they all came back. Well, from no, the it, dead. Was, it was it was Captain America at the beginning, uh-huh. and then so then Shield comes and it's like we're gonna hire you to do this because we can't have Captain America on live TV killing a president, <laughs> so we need you to do this. Yeah, ben, um, ben Franklin, who, who, who they keep making they making the point in the book that he's not a president, yeah, exactly. is actually super helpful. <laughs> that's right. That's right. He's the one that, that hangs out with yeah. them. That's right. Yeah. Um, what really convinced me he was a good Deadpool writer was Wedding of Deadpool. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so I just read that, and it was okay. Like, I, was, I was way more psyched up about it than I should have been. Yeah. I just, like, my brother-in-law handed it to me. He's like, you have to read this. I'm like... Okay. Read it. Laughed my ass off. But he's also handed me, or uh, didn't hand me, he bought for, I think it was my birthday, three years back, he bought me Night of the Living Deadpool. Nice. My One of my favorite runs of any Deadpool ever. <laughs> I loved Night of the Living Deadpool. Have you read um, Deadpool Max or Wolverine Max? I have not. I heard it wasn't that. Oh, I loved that. I didn't like Wolverine Max so much, but I loved Deadpool Max. I I liked Wolverine Max to a point. Um, yeah, Deadpool Max was great. Wolverine Max was just like, okay, they're just they're doing this so they can really yeah. go balls Story out with the character. That's that's what I understood, and that's even my brother-in-law, who's just about as big a Deadpool fan, if not more of a Deadpool fan. Even he was just like, it was worth reading, but just the overboard gore shit just got old. It's like every single page I see red. Hmm. And it's like I'm not Cyclops, okay? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of Deadpool Max is is Hydra Bob and Deadpool Max. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because <laughs> they play it off that Deadpool's just crazy and that um, he doesn't – all of this stuff in his head is not real. Hmm. And and so everybody else is in the real world and Hydra Bob is like this, like this kind of secret agent guy that just has to – he's Deadpool's handler for the agency that they work for. And he, he's, it's so funny. <laughs> they did a great one shot and it's not Hydra Bob but it's like Hank Johnson – Hank Johnson, agent of Hydra. And it's very much like those old Looney Tunes uh, cartoons <laughs> where you know you got the sheepdog and the coyote <clears throat> and they, they see each other as they're punching in and then they – you know they go to fight, and it, the, he's living. He's living in the suburbs, and his neighbor's a. Oh no, it's a. He's a. I think he's an agent of Shield, Hank Johnson, agent of Shield, and his neighbor is a Hydra agent. <laughs> and you know they do the barbecues or anything, but then when shit goes down, they've got to fight each other, and it's really. Oh, it's that's weird. like Spy versus Spy. Yeah, it's it's it's. <laughs> it was just a one oh, shot issue, but it was really awesome. <laughs> oh, that's straight up Spy versus Spy. That's some funny shit. I really like the Deadpool story where he kind of has an existential crisis. So he gets a boat and then hires a blind guy to be his like navigator slash first mate. <laughs> and then he's like really depressed. So he kills himself by letting sharks eat him. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah. It was pretty funny too. Mm-hmm. Also the one, I think it was around civil war when his um, thought bubbles break. So everyone can see what he's saying. And he's like making fun of this woman's appearance. She's like, Hey, and then like they fight and everything. It was pretty funny. He's have, like, well, somebody please get this fixed. Have you ever read any of the Deadpool core? Mm-mm. I think no. you would actually really like that, really? especially with girl pool in there. 
and then dog pull, <laughs> girl pull, dog pull, and then they find the the universe's uh, like kind of like a kingpin of the universe. That's a big fucking eye. <laughs> I like I like the sequel series to that where it's the Deadpool core again, but but reverse Deadpool is the villain. Yeah, <laughs> where it's so there's a Deadpool out there that so this lady that was obsessed with Deadpool went and and to all of Deadpool's scenes of 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 events that he's had and and collected the pieces of him that have been lopped off and sewed them all together to make an, another Deadpool. A Frankenpool. <laughs> it's like a Frankenpool. And and that Deadpool like is a gets con- re- uh, obtains consciousness and is like an anti Deadpool. Like he's super evil, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but is still crazy and like his thought his. Uh, word bubbles are black with white text. <laughs> <laughs> <That's good. laughs> but yeah, it's and and so he's the bad guy in one of them. He wants to kill all the other Deadpool's, mm-hmm. and the Deadpool core has to go and stop him. And it's pretty entertaining because he has an army of Deadpool's, and then Deadpool gets an army of Deadpool's. That's the one with Panda Pool, which I kept sending <laughs> Pat a picture of. <laughs> uh, that's the one thing I do love about Deadpool is they can get as fucking creative as they want with that shit. And as long as it's funny, I'm in. I'm in. Well, hell, they've come back and <clears throat> during Secret War, they had Deadpool's Secret Secret War, where he <laughs> had nothing to do with the Secret War that was going on. It was, okay, remember the old Secret War? We're going to put Deadpool in there. And, we're you know, this is going to be continuity. Remember, Deadpool was here. No, he wasn't. If you read it, he wasn't around at that point. But they put him back there going, yep, Deadpool was here. And this is the story of Deadpool <laughs> being in Secret War. I liked... Um, I think it was my favorite one was the Deadpool Secret Invasion one, where he takes on the scroll. Oh yeah! Oh my god! I absolutely adore that and how he defeats him. <laughs> when I we're going, why don't you give him all my healing factor? I'll I'll make sure we kill all of them. And then to find out, it's like you have to have cancer to survive the shit that Deadpool has. <laughs> <laughs> and they all just fucking explode. Oh yeah, I remember that because his cancer is like keeping his healing factor in check yeah. because his healing factor is out of control. I think that I was the old Daniel this. Waster. Yes. He's like the beginning yes, of the said, old Daniel. The funniest Wasters. part is he's like, okay, so the the the, the how to tell a joke is when to time the punchline. And he goes, knock, knock, bam, shoots one of them in the head. And he goes, get it? <laughs> <laughs> to all these Deadpools. And they're like, yeah. And then they just all start shooting each other. He's like, no, no, no. You're not getting in. <laughs> but they were. To, he used them to defeat all of the superhero scroll that they made out of the DNA of pretty much everything. I mean, there was a Thor one, the Hulk one, the Captain America one, and all that stuff. And he used the Deadpools to kill all of them. And then they all explode, and all of a sudden the scrolls are like, "What happened?" He goes, "Stupid asses!" It's like the only reason why I'm alive is because of my cancers holding back all that. None of them had cancer, <laughs> <laughs> so it was a really cool ending to it. So, so you're hoping there's a little bit of a Deadpool Easter egg in Logan? I it, it, it would be think? cool. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to expect it right. because. I mean, that's obviously a way more serious movie than. Yeah, I Deadpool. think it might. I don't know how that would work tonally. Maybe just... With that, <laughs> but sure. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he maybe <laughs> he comes in and saves the day or something. Mm. Or they walk past like, a, or he know. kills somebody. Goes, that's my mark. <laughs> Takes <laughs> off. He's like bounty collected. You know, sniffs the fucking gun smoke. Mm. You're just like, who is this coat? <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I I don't expect it. Well, foxes. They don't do any of the fun stuff. 
Anybody have anything else they want to discuss? Yeah. No. <laughs> Unplug your shit. Um, come to book club. You can track all of our stuff at facebook.com backslash Utah GNBC for graphic novel book club. Oh, that's it. March 12th. March 12th. Thanks for remembering the date. I never remember. <laughs> <laughs> Buy art from my friend, Christopher S. Johns.com. Buy a website from my friend, Christopher.codes. And actually, there's a cool superhero art um, show tomorrow night starting at 6 to, I think, 9 p.m. At Gallery 25. It's on 25th Street in Ogden. Um, there'll be lots of superhero art stuff. Uh, my friend Chris has a bunch of stuff in the show. And his mom has a bunch of stuff in the show. So, yeah, go there. Look at some superhero art. Take in some some fancy ambiance of nerds. It'll be super fun. I'll really bask in the musk. Yes. <laughs> oh, Ga- that can be Gallery bad. 25 <laughs> on, in Ogden. Nice. Come down to the nerd store, West Valley City, Utah. Let me sell you some nerdy shit. Recommend some awesome comics. Comics. Yeah. I'm no longer plugging my YouTube channel. It's dead. So, R.I.P. YouTube.com forward slash C4 slash TH3 beer. W. That's the brew with three instead of bees. It's dead, though. It really is. So, But, yeah, if you want to, you can go see some old videos. But. Mostly him naked eating wheels of cheese on his couch. Is there any other way of <laughs> sitting on your couch? No. <laughs> so. There's other ways of sitting on your couch. There's no other way to eat a wheel of cheese. Exactly. Just as long as your face isn't planted in one of the couch pillows. <laughs> How do you eat a wheel of cheese if your face is in a couch pillow? That doesn't make any sense, Sam. Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> no. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe. You oh, mean? yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I have to do the thing. Hold on. Hold on. We Good totally, God. We totally. What? The thing? I fucked it up. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You totally fucked it up. Uh, find us on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at the Nerd Dome, right? That's where I, then, actually I'm failing. And then, yeah, Sam. God. Um, and find us on Facebook, the Nerd Dome Podcast. You can listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Podbean and... I actually think we got taken off Podbean. Are we what? off of Podbean? Right. Well, if yeah. you give us a review on iTunes, Sam will send yeah. you nudes. Hashtag send nudes. I'll send you nudes if you just get find my phone number. Here's the notes. Uh, Twitter at the Nerd Dome. Instagram at the Nerd Dome. NerdDomePodcast.com. If you like that website, it was designed by Chris Jones, so contact me from our website. <laughs> uh, like us on Facebook. Please give us a review, like Chelsea said. Sam will send nudes. What are we going to do right now, Sam? Um, You're you're going to (laughs) finally exit the dome. Yes. (laughs) Finally. Don't forget to subscribe. Hail Hydra. (laughs) Fuck responsibility. I can see the whole time. Oh, I was going to do it. Now that you've exited the Nerd Dome, head on over to PodHell.com and download all of the latest episodes from all the podcasts on the PodHell Network. That's PodHell.com. If you'd like, you can head over to iTunes and subscribe to our iTunes to automatically be updated when our episodes drop. Again, that's PodHell.com, and we'll see you next week.